0: Okay, tonight just to check in again, I am reading through a major article on Jungian thought when it comes to Carl Jung and leadership. The journal is Journal of Jungian Scholarly Studies, Volume 17, 2022. And it's a leadership framework derived from the ideas of C. G. Jung by John G. Corlett. The first night I read the introduction. And the second night, I read uh, quite a lengthy literature review with three major points. And then last night, I read the first point of the part that builds on the leadership review. It's Jung points to a leadership framework. Component one, an individual is called by an inner voice to embark on the journey of individuation, the development of personality. So this is a pretty good one, especially for those who are in ministry studies, and wanting to integrate some psychology and theology. Tonight, we're going to go through Component 2. The called individual embraces the work of individuation, i.e. achieving personality. The second component argues that the work of developing personality equates to seeking wholeness, It is a solitary journey, one that demands holding on to the truth of one's inner voice against the pull of the collective psyche or suke, collective consciousness. All individuals on this path are taking steps that set them off ever more significantly from others and move them toward the union of consciousness and the unconscious. They are individuating, in other words, growing a personality despite the odds. In the personality case, Jung wrote, "...the achievement of personality means nothing less than the optimum development of the whole individual human being. That fullness of life is called personality." He added, "...personality can never develop unless the individual chooses his own way consciously and with moral deliberation, maintaining fidelity to the law of one's own being." In the other case we've been discussing, the Prestige case, Jung wrote that the development of the psyche, or suke, I'm sorry, on the part of individuals in the indigenous group mentioned above requires, quote, the repression of the collective suke. He observed that medicine men and chiefs led the way toward this development, setting themselves apart by the uniqueness of their ornaments, by a lifestyle expressing their social roles, and by the practice of secret rituals. These actions, Jung suggested, created a shell around the chiefs and medicine men that amounted to a persona or mask. In an aside, Jung observed that masks are typically employed in totem ceremonies, quote, as a means of enhancing or changing the personality. So um, masks or totems, these are symbols that Jung had no problem exploring, and uh, they're known the world over, um... I think in our day and age, we would say something like a work personality. Somebody wears a badge at work. They have a different name at work, maybe um, slightly different personality to deal with work. Um, it may not be too far off. Let's go on. The work of achieving personality described by Jung as, quote, the complete realization of our whole being is synonymous with the work of individuation. By the way of clarification, Jung stated, quote, individuation, therefore, is a process of differentiation, having for its goal, the development of the individual personality. Building on this thought, Jung asserted that synthesizing this archetypal self, which he described as a, quote, wholeness that transcends consciousness, is the goal of the individuation process. Um, Further cementing the link between achieving personality and engaging in the work of individuation, Jung noted that, quote, the symbols of wholeness frequently occur at the beginning of the individuation process. For Jung, this seemed to suggest that a priori existence of potential wholeness, quote, in the psyche, at bottom, he observed, the achievement of personality and the pursuit of individuation are simply different ways of describing the path that leads to the unique expression of quote, the innate and idiosyncrasy of the living being. So, again, these are huge terms. A priori is a major um, priority term, if you want to call it that, in philosophy, Um basically something that a lot of things might boil down to. Um, So uh, wholeness, the achievement of wholeness, or the potential achievement of wholeness is a major element in what Jung is talking about when he's saying embracing individuation. According to Jacobi, the journey of individuation, of personality development is a spontaneous natural dynamic within the psyche, of every person, which, unless derailed by some psychic disturbance, amounts to a process of maturation or unfolding, which is the psychic parallel to the physical process of growth and aging. Jacobi also noted that while some individuals can negotiate this process fully on their own, others may require the help of a psychotherapist to stimulate individuation, intensify it, and make it conscious. Jung observed that the development of personality, quote, is at once a charisma and a curse. It is a charisma for all the reasons adduced above. It is a curse because committing to such a path means being isolated from all those not on the same journey. It also means complete obedience to a call that others may question and mock. Sadly this is true. A lot of times as leaders develop they find themselves alone or they have to associate with other like-minded people and that can be quite difficult. In neither of the cases under consideration does the process of individuation show any evidence of either formal technique or professional intervention. In the personality case the reader can find hints of what education might be able to contribute to the individuation of students are the teachers themselves on the path to achieving personality in the prestige case the work of individuation is alluded to in references to the chiefs differentiation of their garb and alteration of their social roles in both cases the protagonists seem to be free, feeling their way toward developing a personality in halting Essentially, unprogrammed ways along novel and unpredictable paths. Interestingly, Jung observed that something as mundane as the effort expended in forming one's own view on a subject can mold the personality. As he put it, one's views, insights, and convictions are ultimately only an expression of the personality still lying in the darkness of the unconscious. Fluidity, unpredictability, and serendipity probably characterize the natural journey toward wholeness as walked by most of these people in our time who are on the path of becoming leaders. You know, that last sentence written by Corlett is a really good one. Um, Not just because there's three really great rhyming words, but because it just kind of brings us back to our day that... Um, this is not some sort of method that you just kind of pick up in a business study class, possibly. Um, in both of these cases that Jung studied at, at length, there was no set formula for um, becoming a leader. There was no set formula for uh, accepting the calling, so to, fa- so to speak, of individuation, achieving the personality that was needed to become the leader of the pack, so to speak, and so um, I'll just read that sentence one more time. Fluidity, which basically means kind of an ebb and flow. Um, there's no set structure. Unpredictability, um, which also would imply, in my opinion, adaptability on the part of the leader. And serendipity, of course, uh, can mean just a, a myriad of things uh, regarding um, just the immobility of the personality probably characterize the natural journey toward wholeness as walked by most of these people in our time who are on the path of becoming leaders. And so that's component two, the called individual embraces the work of individuation. Last night, again, was component one. An individual is called by an inner voice to embark on the journey of individuation, the development of personality. And we are basically on the third part Jung points to a leadership framework. Hope you enjoy your evening.